Hello and welcome to the Best Boys Podcast. I'm Best Boy Dan. And I'm Best Boy Justin. And we are here to celebrate the union of the Best Boys, I suppose. Yeah, we're yeah, we're we're married now. And there's nothing we you can tied do the about knot. It. Um and on today's episode, uh we are gonna celebrate our, our new union uh by playing the anime newlywed game. Yeah. Uh so you're gonna get to know a little bit more about each other, uh each of us, and we're gonna get to know a little bit more about each other. Uh so it should be a pretty fun fun one. Yeah. Uh but up first, uh we're gonna hit you with a little bit of banter. Uh, we got some anime news, uh, including a bunch of new release dates uh, and a little smidgen of numbers with Dan. Uh, but up first, I want to warn everyone that I have made a huge mistake. What else is new? <laughs> Best boy, Justin, do you know what I'm talking about? I believe I do, but I'll let you I'll let you <laughs> talk about it. Um, so I discovered that on Amazon UK Faku uh, publishes um, print manga for those who don't know Faku is kind of a notorious uh, hentai uh, site uh, and they have gone and printed a, a book called Metamorphosis yeah and I was right free I knew shipping. It. To the United States, <laughs> and I, and I, I ordered it. Um, Best boy, Justin, you're like familiar with it, but you haven't read it, correct? I've read like the first couple pages, and then I was, uh, then I noped out. I haven't read it yet. Uh, I saw the back cover and was scarred <laughs> already. Yeah. Um, so that didn't take long. Um, I don't know why. Um, it's a bad idea. I'm making a mistake. Are you gonna do I'm a curious. review? Maybe we'll see. No. I, I. That's like kind of the intention is like uh, maybe this will be content, but I'm also deeply concerned. So <laughs> we'll see what happens with it. Let me know what episode that's gonna be on, so I can be out sick. Um, you're not gonna read it, Best Boy Justin. No, I'm not. <laughs> that's all you uh yeah um that's all right i'll loan it to you after i'm done um, i will burn it <laughs> um but yeah this is actually gonna be like kind of a manga heavy banter episode okay. um yeah uh moving on from the horrible mistakes i've made to uh we'll do a we'll do a mistake sandwich in the in the a middle mistake. will be a <laughs> something good i did and that was read alice in borderland um which is from the same mangaka uh as on 100 and i had kind of caught up to where i was in the print of Psalm 100 and i really enjoyed it so i went to check out their other work alice in borderland um which is basically like a it's a death game manga um there's not really any kind of deeper twist to it than that. There, it's like an isekai death game. Mm -hmm. um, they're transported to another world to participate in this death game. Uh, it, it's fun, um, you know. It, as far as as those stories go, uh, it's it's pretty solid. I've heard pretty um, good things about it. 
Yeah, there's a Netflix uh, live action series. I think it's uh, Japanese made, um, which I've heard good things about too. So I, I enjoy the story. I imagine it would translate pretty well to a live action series. So if that's something you're interested in, probably worth checking out. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I, I'm interested. Have you read Boys Abyss? So Best Boy Justin? I did start reading Boys Abyss. Um, I think I dropped it in like the third volume or second volume somewhere around there um this i don't know how you came across this manga but it is dark dude it is <laughs> okay fucked up it is a lot i i'm kind of getting that um how, i got how this much of from this have you read uh, so so this is my story um not particularly far okay um because i took uh <laughs> i took a crazy food truck and boys abyss with me on the train uh-huh and i i picked up crazy food truck and i was like you know this one has like some nudity in it maybe i'll check out boys abyss I started reading Boys Abyss, and, like, it's, like, you know, starts off, like, kind of interesting. It, like, is kind of, like, you know, melancholy and whatnot, and this guy meets this girl, and they, like, kind of go out, and he shows her the town. She's, like, this, um, you know, runaway idol, and she brings him home, and they start hooking up, and, like, there's there's boobs, and I'm sitting on, on the train, uh, six thirty in the evening. You know, commute home, and I'm like, oh, uh, let me just flip to the next page. Uh, you know, they don't usually have you know a ton of you know boobs uh, throughout. No, just full on sex on the next page. And yeah. I closed it, and I was like, okay. So, um, a while the series seems very interesting, and I will continue to read it. This is a good reminder. To, to vet recommendations for if they are train appropriate or not, because that is a question I should have asked. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know you were planning to read this one. Yeah, I I, I picked it up because it, it it was it seemed like a kind of melancholy romance uh, story, um, but it gets way darker than that later on. Like not even later on, like pretty right away. Like if you have the first volume, you'll you'll get a you'll know it by the end of the first volume, I think. Yeah, I, I kind of think I already know what you're talking about. Um And like just I, I this was a this was a Best Boy JP recommendation. Okay. Just so you're so, aware, if you're gonna you're gonna wonder at the end of volume one, like does it kind of stay like this or does it continue to get worse? It continues to get worse, just so you know. Okay, good to know. We'll see. Uh, so far, I'm, I'm interested, but I, I've only made it like into the, I think, the second chapter. So okay, uh, I'll let you know after I have some time to read it at home. Yeah, you could not, you could not have picked a more <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> I, I've, I've picked some bad read. train reads, but this one was, this one was graphic. Yeah, that, that one is. I do remember that scene. It is quite graphic, I believe. Um, but yeah. Uh, anyway, moving on into things that are not graphic, um, I wanted to take some time today to talk about uh, Gundam, um, because you know I've been I've been resisting talking about Gundam on the show just to because of you know spoilers and 
um, you know, because it's ongoing. So I didn't want to like put the cart before the horse. But we're at the point now where the final the the season finale is going to be happening. Um, actually, the day that this episode drops. Um, um, no, there's two more. Oh, there is two more. OK, so we're, we're coming up close to the season finale then. Um, and I want to talk about it, you know, so here's here's the deal. If you are not caught up on Witch from Mercury, um, go ahead and skip. You know, we'll I'll put in the show notes where the spoilers are. Um, if you are caught up in Witch from Mercury, then let's chat about it. Um, so yeah, best boy Dan, I am like consistently blown away by how well written this show is on a week to week basis, where it's. It's it's following a particular set of story beats, but it presents them in ways that just feel like so like impactful. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, I do have have a critique. All right, let's hear your critique. I think that there is and has been a lot going on that was kind of frivolous to the central plot. What do you mean? And and that leads into a theory that I have, which is this is only the first half of the show. Okay. What do you mean specifically, because, though? I'm curious. So, like, I don't really understand, like, what the whole Shadik, like, subplot has going on. Like, what does that actually, like... How does that impact this, like, big bad of, like, the, the Quiet Zero? And they, like, devoted a lot of the show to all the goings-on of that. Same with, like, the Alon stuff. But I guess maybe he, him I understand a little bit more as he, like, is kind of an explainer to things going on. So I think Sh- the whole story with Shattuck is, is more... Um... I think it has a lot more to to talk about with the story than you're giving it credit for, because, I mean, he's basically he is like the product of this kind of corporate warfare um, that has been going on by the Rembrandt, uh, the Delling group or whatever the name of the company is. I don't remember off the top of my head anymore, Um, but he's kind of like the 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 end result of that. And he's like basically he represents a kind of comeuppance of all of their their greed and the their manipulations of like the people of earth i think um and because of that he is allowed to has basically been allowed been allowed to be turned into a tool for prospera to get her plan off the ground with quiet zero without with basically without shadick there is no way that she can um, easily get access to Quiet Zero because she needs the chaos within the Delling group that he provides. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Like, I that's just, my take on yeah. it. Yeah. And that makes sense. I just... <clears throat> I think the the show <sighs> succeeds in what makes a lot of Gundam shows great. And it also kind of, in some ways, gets burdened, at least from from not like a, um, you know, like, I'm not like the Gundam guy of the podcast, right? <laughs> like, um, it, it, to me, like, Gundam has always felt kind of bloated by all of its subplots. Um, 
they kind of want to, you know, set this world and they tell sort of like three quarter stories, right? Like they'll, they'll leave gaps in between like the events to happen off screen and you to kind of fill in the blanks for certain things. And, and, and that's where I've always like had issue, like following so, Gundam stories. That's interesting. And, and I, no, go on. I was, I was just going to say, I think that I do see some of that in this show, too. And that's like, that is to say that is my only critique. And I'm being nitpicking because, like, I also do really enjoy the show. But, like, this is a show that I would understand better watching straight through. And watching it week to week, I kind of get lost in it. And I'm like... You know, I, I need someone to, like, sit down and be like, hey, wait, what was going on with them in this? Like, I felt like very, like, Game of Thrones, like, with that. So I disagree with you. Um, and I also, it's interesting to hear. <laughs> You're wrong, and I hate your opinion. Yes, Go exactly. crawl in a corner. <laughs> um, but it's, no, it's interesting to hear what your opinion is on the Gundam stories, knowing the shows that you've watched and knowing the shows that you haven't watched. Um, because it is very telling of you to have that opinion, having watched what have you, you've seen IBO, you've seen Witch from Mercury, um, and you've seen Gundam Wing, right? Mm -hmm. And those are probably, uh, and double zero. Have you seen all of double zero or over half over half? Okay. So I feel like that is a valid critique of like IBO. Because so much of IBO leans on what happened during the Calamity Wars, which is a, an event that we have very little context for. Um, and uh, Gundam Wing, as we know, is not w well renowned. For <laughs> Honestly, us. IBO, I think, was it was probably the best at, you know, keeping a centralized, like, straightforward plot, in my opinion. I, I don't... And I'm not saying it doesn't have a straightforward plot. I'm just saying that so much of it is reliant upon information that we don't have or well, that we, and, we and only I think also part of it too, is that like all of these stories are like, you know, these crazy evil machinations of these, you know, space militants and like, you know, it's, it's political and, and, uh, capitalistic like mind games and like all, all sorts of stuff so there's there's always a lot going on just by the nature of the stories yeah right and but... and, and it's uh, this is not again necessarily a bad thing right like it is it is something that like some people love about Gundam and it's something that I have always found trouble in watching the stories about it yeah i mean um, but I it I is also something like when you explain your take on um uh shetty to me like i'm like oh yeah that makes total sense right like i can see that now but the way i kind of picked up on it in the week-to-week -week format it was just like harder to you know piece those sorts of things together this yeah, is a huge digression on how it's terrible or not <laughs> how it's like a, a one negative on it. The reality of it is like, it's amazing. I love what's happening with Suleta and, um, and Mirin. Like their story is fascinating. Yeah. I think, yeah. Cause I, I, I don't want to get too in the weeds about it. Cause we, we are going to do a Gundam episode maybe later on this <laughs> year, depending on if they give us another season of this or not. 
Um, but uh, yeah, I do think you know this. This is definitely this is, uh, and a lot of Gundam shows I are, are in my opinion are like this. They are not best watched casually. Like you have to pay attention to what's going on, um, and mm. this show especially because one one of the things that a, a lot of people online have picked up on and if you're like a literature nerd like i am you will also have picked up on is that this um witch from mercury is drawing a lot of story beats from um the shakespeare play the tempest um you'll notice that there are a lot of um similar character names so like the the one of the one of the the characters from the tempest the the duke his name is prospero right um mm -hmm. ariel is a spirit in service to prospero caliban is the name of um you know another character and there are just a lot of um you know very not just the names but also the plots have a lot of similar story beats um and it's interesting to watch that play out now, now that's not to say that you have to have studied shakespeare to enjoy witch from mercury um but it is something that is interesting to pick up on and um to watch through um but yeah i mean the the, the way that the story un is unfolding between mirin and um suleta is so interesting to me because it is one of we don't this is the first time we're ever getting a um like a yuri um story in between in a gundam show and it would have been so easy for them to just have it be a very simple happy not even not necessarily happy but like you know a very simple romance plot with very little like in the way of of unusual conflict so um so i'll even i'll push back on that i don't even view this as a yuri plot right and it just in the terms of like Yuri as like a genre or anything this just feel this doesn't hit any of those tropes in my opinion it's just like this is a love story um I don't know I think it does it does touch a lot I'll touch on a couple of the Yuri tropes especially when it comes to um you know girls uh girls love at a school in a school setting um it's definitely doing things differently but I wouldn't say that makes it not a, like a Yuri plot because it, it is, again, one of the things to consider when we're talking about Yuri is that it's not made for lesbians by lesbians. It is made for, you know, what is typically a teenage male audience. Um, but I think oh, I it's that doing is a, that is a good point. <laughs> I think it, and I think it's doing that, though, in a way that is is better than it has to be. Like it, it, they could have just made it an easy, simple, like subplot. But the way they have the Soleta and Mirin interact, um, where Mirin is kind of she's taken this what she views as the high road, right? She's she's basically she's gone and and she said, you know what, Soleta is wrong. She's being brainwashed. She doesn't have any agency. She can't think for herself. So I have to take it in my hands to do the right thing. And it turns out that that is playing directly into Prospera's. Uh, plan and it ends up being a nightmare for her like it's at the like the worst thing she could possibly do is to cut Suleta off in that moment um when in reality if she had stayed by Suleta's side 
and you know fought against Prospera's plan she you know it would i'm not saying that there wouldn't have been a way for for her to to still you know gain control of quiet zero but it wouldn't it wouldn't have been so disastrous for her and for for Saleta as well because you can also see that Saleta is kind of having to come to the come to grips with the fact that she had been basically used as a tool and when she looks out at the result of that you have the school filled with body bags right and that is her moment of reckoning with her reality um and i think it also speaks a lot to her character that yes she does initially have a period of where she's basically you know mourning she's confused she doesn't know what to do she shuts herself away but because of who she is as a person and as a character she can't stay shut away for so for that long right so she comes out i do out, love the juxtaposition between the kind of way that suleta and mirin grieve absolutely because you have suleta right she 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 shuts herself away she's kind of she has to think she has to deal with her stuff but she can't stay away from her friends for very long right so she comes out she 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 stays active she's always moving forward and she you know when when disaster strikes she doesn't freeze right she's the first thing she does is she starts pulling people out of the rubble right whereas you have mirin where when everything went wrong she freezes right she breaks down she can't make decisions she's paralyzed right she shuts herself in her room she can't continue right she needs which is also the opposite of their you know typical archetype you have the soft-spoken person and the you know person who is like in charge of everything yeah and i think and it shows a lot of growth too on suleta's part because i don't remember you may have may or not have caught this on the most recent episode but um you remember suleta's like the mantra that she gains from her that she learns from her mom like if you, you all i can remember from the most recent episode was the disgust Disgusting, unadulterated hand. Oh yeah, fingers interlocked. It was yeah, it was oh, disgusting. Uh, um, uh. But no, one of the things that she says, you know, Saleta's motto is like move. Like if you move back, you gain one. But if you move forward, you gain two. Right. That's like the the like the thing her mom taught her. Right. But mm-hmm. in this most recent episode, she says, "I have to move forward, even if I don't gain anything." And I think that yeah. moment is like the most character growth that we see from her in one single like if if, if I was gonna point to a moment of her character growth, it would be that. Right? Yeah. Um, but um also the animation is beautiful. The animation is stunning. Um the fight scenes are so good. And the, the, one of the other things I wanted to talk about that I didn't get a chance to was the way they make the difference between fight scenes that happen on Earth. And fight scenes that happen in space. Because fight scenes that happen in space, they are fast-paced. They're flowing. You have bits, gun bits flying around and lasers. And, like, everything is like a big, you know, like a space orchestra all happening together. But the fight scenes on Earth are plotting. The camera shakes and rumbles. There's not, like, a whole lot of fast-paced action. And it feels like a a type of combat that is grounded in gravity, right? You can feel the difference between mobile suits fighting on Earth and mobile suits fighting in space. And I think that's really cool. Um, 
what else before we move on from Gundam? Because we've been talking about it for a really long time. Um, the <laughs> mobile suit designs are yeah, I know, right? The mobile suit designs the, are the mobile suit designs are insane. They continue from to what be I understand the best. about it. Too, they um, they have like multiple designers, and like each one is like assigned to like a different corporation, which is why they're like so kind of unique to each one yeah i think in terms of recent shows this show has the best gundam designs by far um i'm absolutely gonna have to get a demi barding kit i'm gonna have to get a caliban kit when they when they um announce that they haven't yet and i think the reason why they haven't yet is because there is a caliban transformation that we haven't seen yet um so we'll see if that happens or not because otherwise they would have announced it already right um yeah. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, from from the from the story writing to the designs to the animation, the music, the we, you know, we gotta, the ED, the yeah, ED we, is so rad. Everything's so good. We haven't even had a chance to talk about how fantastic the music is. Um, I love. OK, one last thing and then we'll move on. The thing that I love the most about the ED is that for for the episodes where things hit really hard at the end. That first note of the ED where the I, I can't remember her name. I think it's it's Anna um, who sings the ED when she cries out that first note. It hits so hard. Like when when that um, oh, yeah. when the episode where the school was destroyed and the last thing you see is the body bags and the students trying to put, uh, pick up the rubble and stuff. And then that first note of the ED hit. It was so powerful. Um but yeah, okay. So, any any last thoughts on on Witch for Mercury before we uh, before we move on? Um, I hope they kiss by the end of the season, and I totally think they're going to do a second season. I think things are leaning in the direction of a second season, but I could also see them wrapping it up in these last two episodes. I don't know. Um, I hope there's more. I would like to see a, a longer form because, like, this is the best Gundam show we've had in a very long time, and the numbers bear that out too. We're gonna do a numbers, a Gundam numbers segment on this show when we do our our part three Gundam episode later this Ooh. year, um, because the, the 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 amount of money that Witch for Mercury is bringing in compared to the other most recent Gundam shows is it's lights out like this is obviously you know they knocked it out of the park um there you go but yeah so we are out of spoiler territory welcome back folks if you are rejoining us here uh next up in my banter i wanted to give a little bit of update about comic key which is one of the um one of the manga reader services that we talked about last week um so i've had some more time to spend with it and i just wanted to update a couple of the things that we talked about uh, during that episode. Um, so there are two uh, two things that I would add, um, change and add to the cons uh, section, um, the pros and cons section of this one. So one of the things we talked about was ad-supported reads. So I initially said that it gives you five per day, but I have since discovered that that is actually dependent on the title. So the title that I was reading primarily for this one has five per day, but I have picked up another one on the service and that one only gives you one. Um, Ooh. So it depends. It gives you one and you also have your ticket. Um, so you can get a total of two free reads per day. Um, so it does depend on the title. Um, 
you know that take that for what it is um i think five is fairly generous and i think one is fairly stingy i think maybe they should land on some somewhere in the middle but that's just my opinion um the other thing and i would add this to the con section too um because i noticed this this is a common practice in some of the smaller manga readers and i do think it's kind of annoying they they don't for some titles especially titles with somewhat longer chapters they don't release them as full chapters they break them into pieces so they'll release 10 pages of a chapter and call that like chapter 20.1 and then they'll they'll release the next 10 pages called 20.2 and they're breaking up a chapter like one full chapter into sometimes three or four pieces and each one you have to pay to read so I think that's pretty shitty. Um, but it, again, that is not um, that is not a practice that is um, just something that Comic Key does. A lot of manga readers do it, and I think it's shitty um, to break up a chapter, like a concrete chapter into pieces just to so you can monetize it more. Um, I would rather them, instead of doing that, Instead of like making it so that the the chapter is broken up into pieces, I would rather you just limit the amount of free reads you get, you know. Um, but yeah. but that's just me. Um, so yeah, that's my update on Comic Key. Um, you know, just wanted to make sure that I I got some of that information out there. Uh, next up, Heavenly Delusion. It's out on uh, Hulu. I don't know when it came out on Hulu. Uh, I just happened to be looking around um, and saw that it was out. Um, so if you've been waiting to watch it, you can watch it now. Um, it's not actually listed under Heavenly Delusion on Hulu. It's listed under its, uh, Japanese name. Um, but if you look it up, you'll be able to find it. It's, um, the Japanese name is Heavenly Delusion. Uh, where is, I had it written down, but I'm a hack and a fraud. Um, Tengoku Dai, uh, Dai Makyo. So, uh, that's, that's the Japanese title for Heavenly Delusion. Um, I've watched the first two episodes. They're good. Uh, I'm going to probably binge the rest of what's out, um, this weekend. Um, Dan, have you had a chance to watch it yet or no? No, um, but I am so excited too, though I'm still mad at Disney. Yeah. Um, always be mad at Disney. Um, bring me the mouse. Um, but Heavenly Delusion is out, and I'm going to watch it, and the next episode that we do, I will talk about it. Um, and the last thing I wanted to talk about is uh, some realities about the show uh, Demon Slayer. Um, and we're, we're not going to talk too much about, you know, the, the season finale right now. We're going to talk about it later in the news segment because we have news about it. Um, but the thing I wanted to talk about with Demon Slayer is so there is you know there's always a new kind of meme thing to talk about online uh in the anime world and lately the meme thing has been <clears throat> to go to say that a popular or well-received anime is trashed right that's the new thing it's not new it's been around but like right now for some reason it's big to pick a show and be like this show is trash and one of the most common shows you'll see that about is demon slayer um people going around saying demon slayer is a trash anime um and i i just wanted to say that so demon slayer if you don't like it that's fine i will never argue with someone who just says i don't like it but if you're gonna say demon slayer is trash 
I have zero respect for your opinion. I don't believe that your opinion is grounded in a serious place. Because, like, what we've seen from Demon Slayer is, first of all, it's nothing new, right? Demon Slayer is not doing anything new. It's just doing things better than they've been done in a very long time, right? The animation is fabulous. The story writing is... Um, is absolutely stellar like when we talk about the the finale um some of the writing had i know at least best boy dan and i on the edge of our seats while we were watching the episode oh hell yeah um and for you to say that it's trash like just because it's funny to say or maybe you just don't like it and you you're projecting that it's trash I just don't think your opinion is grounded in any kind of serious thought, and I think you should reevaluate it because whether or not you like You're it, wrong. Go hide in a yeah, corner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but whether whether or not you like it, Demon Slayer is objectively not trash. Like if you, you take taking even a single look at the animation it's, of the show, it's just the same like bullshit that always happens with like the popular thing that's like actually good is like people are always just gonna like hate on it because you know they want to be like the cool like uh, thing like it is objectively like a great show it made all the money it won all the academy awards yeah well no because like I, I know that some people are memeing it like some people are just saying it as a meme and they think it's funny it's like a joke and that's fine but like then you see people who are coming up with like like 10 bullet point arguments about why demon slayer is trash and every bullet point is just stupid like it's just complete like utter (laughs) lunacy and i'm like (laughs) and they they mean it too they're they're like yes demon slayer is trash you like whatever like this this show is way worse than any other show that's ever been good and i'm like you can't possibly take that i can't take you seriously if that's your if that's That's your point of view waste of megabytes on the internet yeah (laughs) um but yeah, so I wanted to use my platform to call you out for thinking that. And I know you're listening. And if you think I'm talking about you, you're right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, Todd. Yeah. Um, but that is, uh, that's going to be it for my banter section. And I think with, with us uh, having sufficiently called out you, that's right, you. Todd. Uh, Fucking asshole. It's time for us to check in with Studio WEB for some anime news. That's right, best buds. We've got more anime news than you could force feed into a cow's third stomach. Have you used that one before? No. Well, something similar. Okay. I was just Um, checking. I can't keep track of these things. But, you know... I I had some 4-H experience recently shoving news into a cow and it just, you know, came to mind. Okay, I will not ask um, any more questions. But speaking of meat, um, NHK announced that the live-action series adaptation of Sakaomi Yuzaki's She Loves to Cook and She Loves to Eat manga will get a sequel. The series will premiere in early 2024 and will have a total of 20 episodes. The series will be the first uh, series to air on NHK's uh, Yoru Dora 
or NHK continuing late night drama programming block that will get a sequel. Uh, the first series debuted in November of 2022 and aired for 10 episodes. The manga launched in Katakawa's comic It Digital Magazine in 2021. Katakawa uh, will publish the fourth volume on uh, June 15th, which is uh, sadly uh, not available in English yet. Right now there's only two. Uh, available in English. I recommend you check them out. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, Katakawa describes the story as follows. Cooking is how uh, Nomoto de-stresses, but one day she finds herself making way uh, for more than she can eat by herself, and so she invites her neighbor, Kasuga, who lives alone. What will come out of this impromptu dinner invitation? And the answer is love. It always is. Best buds. It's love, and it's beautiful, and everyone should read this story. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited to hear about this because it means that I, I, it's in in my in my mind. Hopefully, that there's more there's more of a hope that there will be an anime if they're gonna if it's if the live action did well enough for them to do a sequel. Same, and just the fact that I hope the manga will keep going because I really like this story. Yes, also yes. Um, I think I still need to read the second volume. Yeah. Um. Um, also speaking of meat, <laughs> have you ever considered what a Titan spinal fluid tastes like? Never in my life. Well, <laughs> too bad. Now you can find out with G Fuel Spinal Fluid Drink, a collaboration with Attack on Titan franchise. The green tea flavored energy drink will be available for pre-order on June 26th and is described thusly. <laughs> When a bloodthirsty horror strikes without warning, you need a new tool to help you fight back. Introducing a new field item from the Scout Regiment, the G Fuel Spinal Fluid Collector's Box, inspired by the serum that transforms subjects of Ymir into Titans in the hit anime Attack on Titaning, Lightning crashes down on you and as you embrace the power of the Titans, fortified by energizing citrusy sweet green tea. Each G Fuel Spinal Fluid Collector's Box comes with an exclusive Attack on Titan 24-ounce steel shaker featuring wraparound artwork of your favorite Survey Corp members. At this point, I would like to point out that G Fuel is total bullshit. And then for uh, legal purposes, allegedly. I just... <laughs> Why is it green tea flavored? Uh, that's what Titan Spinal Fluid tastes like, Best Boy Justin. I doubt it. I mean, <laughs> I've eaten bone uh, marrow. It's got to be similar. I mean, they hide it in wine. So maybe it's like um, like berry flavored. I guess. I don't know. Seems dumb. <laughs> um, I... It's a funny collab, but honestly, I, I don't think people should buy G Fuel. No. All of, all um, of these are, yeah. <laughs> I won't say anymore. This is also mostly an excuse for me to put, like, Attack on Titan music under that ad read. Yeah. Um, also, G Fuel, sponsor us. If you sponsor me, G Fuel, I'll say one nice thing about you. Yeah, uh, you heard how well I did that ad read. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You were losing the voice a little bit at the end, but I can't blame you. It's a lot. It is um, a lot. I, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't drink my spinal fluid. Exactly. Um, 
And to wrap up my section, Theater Milanoza announced on Monday that Aki Hamaji's four-panel manga, Bochi the Rock, is getting a stage play adaptation. The play titled Live Stage Bochi the Rock will run at Theater Milanoza uh, in Tokyo from August 11th to the 20th. First off, uh, I've noticed that shows in Japan just don't run for a long time. Well, they don't because they don't have a lot of major, like, theaters, like... Not like we have like Broadway where there's like a compressed amount of a bunch of theaters in one place. Like, um, huh. yeah, they don't they just don't seem to do shows the same way out there. That's just interesting. Um, but yeah, so uh, I actually I think this could be a really dope uh, stage show. Are we going? Let's go. Hell yeah. Let's go. August in Japan. What What could be? What could it's, be better? It's humid. I'll warn you now. It's humid. <laughs> um, but I couldn't leave y'all hanging. Uh, I have just a little mini teeny numbers with Dan for you. Little baby. Numbers with Dan. That's right, Best Buds. Uh, up first and only, uh, I want to talk about uh, how Chainsaw Man and Oshinoko top the uh, Japanese Billboard charts for the first half of 2023, the hot animation category. The story I initially read left that part out of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but that's, that's a key thing, because I was like looking through the list and I was like, wow, everything on here is from an anime. Anime is just taking over the music scene. And then I was like, wait, this can't be right. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I thought it was an interesting list nonetheless. Um, so the the songs from anime that are taking up the top 10, we have uh, Kickback from Chainsaw Man, which is not even like airing anymore, uh, is still like the number one song. Yeah. Um, I think by the it's end of the year, though, number two will take its place. Yeah, and number two is Idol by Yasubi from Oshinoko, which is amazing. Like, though I'm sad, uh, it's not even on the top ten. My favorite OP from this season, um, which is uh, Millennium Parade and uh, Shina Ringo. Uh, Arena Shingo? I always mix it up. <laughs> um doing uh work for uh, which is the name of the song uh for hell's paradise oh yeah well, hell's paradise is really good too um it's so good yeah but yeah slam dunk takes number three um one piece has like at least two songs on there um yasabi is on there with uh Shuku Fuku or Blessing uh, from Witch of Mercury. Um, Mix Nuts is still at number five. Hell yeah. Um, and uh, official Hige Dandism uh, has White Noise from Tokyo Revengers at number nine. Um, so a lot of lot of dope songs on there. I recommend people check out. Yeah, I think it's been a good year for anime music fans. Oh, for sure. Um. But speaking of the year behind us, let's talk about the year ahead of us. You like that transition? 
Oh, that was smooth. I'm professional. Um, we're going to talk about some updates and releases. We're going to just run through the list real quick. Um, give you a couple uh, a couple of, of news items. First up on the list, Rascal Does Not Dream of a Sister Venturing Out opens in Japan on June 23rd with a U.S. premiere at Anime Expo on July 3rd. This is the first of two Rascal movies that we're going to talk about. We'll talk about the second one uh, in a little bit. Um, Hell yeah, more Rascal. Absolutely, always more Rascal. Um, uh, in July, uh, we're getting uh, Roroni Kenshin, um, which I have mixed feelings on. Yeah, uh, that's coming July seventh. That's going to be the subject of at least a banter <laughs> conversation later on, for sure. Um, the girl I like forgot her glasses uh, has a video reveal and uh, is coming July fourth. Uh, Tonakawa is getting four new episodes, uh, surprisingly, on July twelfth. That's yeah. pretty exciting. That's actually and, I know the arc they're covering for that, and that's going to be really interesting. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, and the last thing coming in July uh, is Zom 100, Bucket List of the Dead, which I am super excited about. Uh, late July, early August, and English dub is dropping. Uh, everyone should check out the trailer. I'm excited about how they're doing like the blood and gore. It looks like they're going to do like a rainbowy thing. It looks cool. Awesome. Yeah, I'm super excited for that, too. Um, next up, we have some announcements for the fall. Um, first up we have, I'm giving the disgraced noble lady I rescued a crash course in naughtiness. Um, so the title for this one is misleading. It's another one of those that the translation just doesn't come through, right? It's actually really good. I've been reading the manga. Um, it's a very cute story about like a, a guy teaching a sheltered girl, uh, about the world, n not sexually. Um, so keep an eye out for that one. Uh, my Daughter Left the Nest and Returned an S-Rank Adventurer uh, is also announced for the fall. Um, we have Tokyo Revengers. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Please, please don't let that be like some weird like parent-daughter thing. No, it, it, it looks to be, it looks like it's a pretty like cute like uh, adventure story about a dad and his daughter. Okay. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Good, good, good. You, I, you, you never know. You never know. <laughs> and like I still had, you know, knock on wood, but it seems like that is going to be a wholesome story. Um, okay, good. <laughs> uh, Tokyo Revengers has their Tenjiku arc um, announced for uh, fall of this year and also Dr. Stone New World. Returns in October with a new core. Um, I actually have to catch up. I've been like, I'm, I'm probably like three or four behind at this point. Um, Same. But it's been pretty good. Um, very, very pleased with Dr. Stone as usual. It's more Dr. Stone. More Dr. Stone is always good Dr. Stone. Absolutely. We're also getting Rascal Does Not Dream of a Knapsack Kid um, later this winter. Uh, additionally, uh, the spy family movie code white uh has a release date of december 12th which i'm Ooh. also stoked about I, I i really hope they do a, a north america release like simultaneously because that's going to be great yeah um and i think it's big enough it should at least be close at the very least yeah uh, and then, uh, yeah, My Hero Academia Season 7 has been announced at some point. It'll come. Yeah, and we're, no no date, but we're excited for it. Um, Hell yeah. Speaking of things that we're excited for, um, 
something that I didn't know existed, but I'm really happy to know about. Uh, the third compiled book volume of Kai Hashimoto's Cells at Work Illegal spinoff manga revealed that the manga will end with its fourth volume in September. Uh, now, I did not know about this particular spinoff of Cells at Work, but like Akane Shimizu's original Cells at Work manga and its other spinoffs, the manga anthropomorphizes the cells of the human body as they keep it functioning. In Cells at Work Illegal, the body is that of a person that takes illegal substances and is subjected to physical violence. Um, so now I need to get this one. Um, Why are we not binging this? I have right no idea. Now? I didn't even know it existed. Um, but the uh, the latest Cells at Work wow. spinoff manga to end was Akari Otokawa and Shigemitsu Harada's um, Cells at Work Lady, which ended in September 22nd. Uh, and it centers around, um, you know, issues of women's health, including menstruation and pregnancy. Um, some of the other spinoffs of the popular series that are being released by Kodansha in English are Cells at Work Bacteria, Cells at Work oh Neobacteria, God. Cells at Work White Brigade, which sounds racist, what? but it's not, um, Cells at Work Baby, Cells Not at Work, Cells at Work Code what? Black, Cells at Work and Friends, and Cells at Work so Playlets. I had no idea there were this many spinoffs of Cells at what? Work. Yeah. Um, That's amazing. And in addition to that, the original Cells at Work manga is also inspiring a live-action film adaptation. Um, oh, so I don't know if I want to watch that. I don't either, but I kind of <laughs> do. I don't know. Um, but like, I had no idea there was an entire Cells at Work cinematic universe. Wow. I'm surprised there's not like a Cells at Work like dogs or like veterinarian. Oh, that would be interesting. We should get Best Girl Alyssa on that one. Yeah. Um, but Interesting. Yeah. Wow. A whole... A whole cells at work canon I had no idea about. I really want to. I really want to read cells at work illegal. That sounds so good. Oh yeah, that sounds really dope. Um, but anyway, moving on. Um, we have an announcement from the eleventh and final episode of Demon Slayer Swordsmith Village arc. Uh, television anime ended on Monday with the announcement that the next arc, Hashida Training Arc, is getting a television anime adaptation. Um, so yes, we're talking more about Demon Slayer. There is, it was so good, and then they immediately announced the next one, and that makes us happy. Um, director Haru Sodazaki, character designer and chief animation director Akira Matsu, uh, Matsushima, and the animation studio Ufotable, along with the main cast, are all returning for the new arc. Super exciting. There is a promotional image, I believe a promotional video out as well, um, and you get to see some of the Hashida uh, that are going to be uh, involved in the new season. So it looks really, really hype. Could you imagine if they were just like, and that's it, we're done. The end. Read the manga, you <laughs> fools. Um, no, obviously they were going to do another season, but like, just, I love it when a show doesn't, like, it, it, they just say like, yeah, season seven, we're working on it, or like, whatever. Um, yeah. So, it, always good to see. Um finally along you know with more more happy news about things continuing uh the 12th episode for the television anime of Norio Sakurai's The Dangers in My Heart manga ended on Sunday with an announcement of a second season next January. Uh the new season will also run in the Numa uh, Numa Animation programming block on the TV Asahi channel and its 23 affiliates as well as on BS Asahi. Uh and I'm really happy for this. I haven't really talked about this show too much on the pod. Uh, I could go on about it for hours just because it is probably 
in my opinion, one of the best at manga adaptations we've had in a long time for like a rom-com. Um, and it is definitely, I think, up there with uh, my love for Yamada at level 999. Um, just because of how well done it is. Like, it is very faithful to the manga in a way that feels simultaneously um, interesting and new for people who read the manga and know the story. Um, but just to see it on the screen is, is, is it manages to keep it exciting. Um, and so I'm very, very happy to hear that there is going to be a second season, especially given the way that the first season ended. It ended in like kind of a cliffhanger ish way. Um, so I'm glad to see that they're they are They have another season uh, in the in the wings for us. Um, exciting stuff. Yeah, very exciting stuff. We got good stuff coming up. Um but with all that being said, uh, you know, if you if you are excited for any of the, the upcoming shows, um, I'm sure there's at least one coming up that you're excited for. Um, if you're planning to pick up one of the apparently many Cells at Work uh, extended universe mangas, <laughs> uh, let us know which one you're most interested in. Tell us what your favorite anime song is. Um, are you going to drink some Titan spinal fluid? Let us know. We're on Instagram at bestboys.com. Um, you can also send us an email at thebestboyspod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Tell your friends about us. Word of mouth is key. Leave us a review. Rate and review five stars. The whole nine. We love it. Um, and with all that out of the way, it's time for us to dive right on into the meat and potatoes of this week's episode. Welcome to the newlywed game. Well, our newlyweds may be in for the shock of their young lives and they find out how much they do or do not know about each other. Hello and welcome to the best boys newlywed game. Before these two lovebirds can consummate their new marriage, they must determine how well they know each other. And as you all know, the game will be broken down into four rounds. Around one, the questions are known. Each of the two uh, participants knows the questions that'll be asked. That'll be a ten question round. Round two, the questions are unknown. Neither participant knows what questions the other will ask, and that participant has to answer correctly for the person answering the question. And then round three, the questions are unknown, but they are related to the, their respective formative series. So the most important anime series in the formative years of each participant's life. And then, of course, we have the final round. One question. Is there more than one right answer? Well, you'll have to tune in to find out. To the best boys, a newlywed game. Did I miss a sk uh, I skipped a step, didn't I? No, you got them all. Okay, cool. Great. Um, that's right, Best Buds. <laughs> we came up with this stupid-ass game for your entertainment. Yeah. Um, Content. I, I think it'll be fun. I have uh, reasonable faith in your ability to to know me. Um, we've How long have we known each other now? Like, almost six years? Yeah, going on about six years now. Okay. Uh, and, like, we've done the podcast together for... Fuck, almost three years. I think it's it's more or less the thing I'm worried about is not how well I know you, but how good is my memory? Because I feel like I'm going to come up with an answer and it's going to be wrong. 
And then you're going to say the answer and I'll be like, I fucking knew that. That's what I think uh, that I'm worried about more than anything. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's fair. That'll, that should be interesting. Yeah. Um, all right. Do you want to... Uh, so I guess I'll, I'll just keep track if you get my answers right because I have all mine in front of me. Okay. I, I don't have all of them in front of me, but I know the answers. Yeah. Um, so, well, you just keep track of how many I get right and I'll keep track of how many you get right. Okay. okay. So the first question in round one, which is these are the questions that we both know. Um, what was the first anime production that you saw? Um, do you want to go first, Best Boy Dan? Do you want to guess mine and then I'll guess yours and then we'll reveal the answers? Okay, sure. Okay. Okay. I think, oh, shit balls. Um... I'm going to go with Pokemon. Okay, that's interesting because I'm also going with Pokemon. Okay. Uh, all right. Reveal your answer first. <laughs> all right. Yes. The answer for me was Pokemon. Oh, unfortunately, you are incorrect. Damn it. Uh, the first thing I saw was Kiki's Delivery Service. Ah. Uh... I guess um, I feel like I, right. I, part of me knew that, but I guess I don't know. For some reason, I just thought it was Pokemon for you as well. Yeah, uh, actually, Pokemon wasn't even close to the first because I think I was watching uh, uh, anime on Adult Swim before then. Mm, I think. Well, I, mean, I don't Pokemon, remember how the dates. Pokemon came out, out in like. 96. We did a whole podcast on this too. Yeah, Pokemon came out in like '96, I guess. So I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure Pokemon. The was game my first came time. out, but the anime didn't come out until '99. You sure? In, in the United States, yeah. Oh. Well, Pokemon was still uh, probably the first, if not close to the first for me, so. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Kiki's Delivery Service was just, like, on randomly on uh, Cartoon Network, like, one day, and I, I caught it, and I was like, oh, shit, this is really good. And, uh, yeah, enjoy it. Neat. Uh, um, so the second question, uh, what was the first manga you followed... Okay, so this one, um, I guess I have the first answer, right? This is a tough one for me because I remember you telling me about buying a manga, but I don't remember if this was your first one or not, but I'm just going to guess it because it's the only one that I have. Uh, I'm going to say Naruto. Um, Ooh, a good guess. A good guess means oh. it's probably <laughs> I... not right. Uh, but okay, what about you guess mine? <laughs> Um, oh fuck! I have no idea. I don't know why I put this, I put this question on here too. Uh, I'm gonna go with Gundam Thunderbolt. No, I've actually never read Thunderbolt. I really want to. What? Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. How have you not read that? Um, because I can never find volume one. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> that'll do it. Yeah, I can only ever find volumes three, four, and five, but volume one is just for some reason always not in stock. Um, no, the okay. first. So the first manga that I followed. The answer to that question is complicated. So did I read a, I read a bunch of Trigon manga when I was a kid. I was not uh, very uh -huh. into manga, but I don't know if you could call it that I followed it. Um, if you want to think about like what is the first manga that I followed concretely, it is definitely um, Komi Can't Communicate. Okay. Okay, yeah. that's a fair answer. What about you? Um, I, I talked about this one recently. Uh, it was uh, Shaman King. Oh, you did. I remember you did talk about that. <laughs> God damn it. 
Um, I, you talked about it, but I never would have guessed it for some reason. I don't know. Yeah. So no points. Fair. No points for either of us on that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number three is a, a freebie, though. <laughs> that is a freebie. Yeah. You want to ask it? Uh, sure. So number three is team plot or team flat is justice, um, and I. Uh, you can go first on this one. The guess, answer for you I, is definitely team plot. Yeah, that's such a neat. I'm I'm gonna tell you right away. That's that's yeah, the answer. I know. But I am also positive that I know your answer. What is and it? And yours is neither. It's the absolute territory. Absolutely, you are correct. I do not care about <laughs> plot versus team flat. You can have that argument because I know the truth, and the truth is the absolute territory. Uh both both players are awarded. All right, so next uh, next one. Um, and this is a tough one because I don't think I know your answer for this, um, but I am going to guess. Um, what is your favorite fight? Oh you're, uh, keep, oh, you're keeping a running total of... Okay, I see what you're doing. Okay. Um, so for you... Mine, you're probably I, I not going to guess. Know. You're not going to guess mine, I don't think. I I don't know. So I'm going to go with um, one that I just know you love, and that's uh, Demon Slayer, um, the Flame Hashira. Interesting. Or Fire Hashira. Because that's what I was going to say yours was. Um, oh, interesting. Are you still going to go with that? I don't think so. Because like as I was thinking about it, I was thinking that that might not be it. But I, I don't think that's yours, but I just I. Um, what actually, I no, 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 I'm gonna change my mind. I think no, I'm gonna stay with, with that because I don't know. <laughs> for for you, I'm gonna go with um. Gosh, uh, no, I'm gonna stick with my first name thing. I'm gonna go with the 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 Rengoku Mugen Train fight. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Uh, you're wrong. Yeah, I figured. Uh, it's the pain fight from Naruto. Oh, I don't think we've ever really talked about that at length. But yeah, that's a good fight. Yo, uh, okay, so here's my deal with that. Like, that fight was so good and, like, such a good, like, level up of Naruto. And then that, like, whole sequence is insane. And the animation is, like, out of this world in certain parts of it. Um, but that was, like, that was the moment where, like, that show was like, oh, this is, like... Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, yeah uh, the, not, this is something special. The, the pain fight in Naruto was something really, really incredible. You're absolutely right. Um, no, my favorite fight scene is the convenience store um, fight scene from Cowboy Bebop. Mm, you okay. Remember, you remember the one I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's I, a good one. I always thought that that was one of the. First of all, Cowboy Bebop has some of the best fight choreography of any. Yeah, that is um, true. Show in that's ever been produced. Um, but the 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 one in the convenience store is particularly good because it jives really well with the music. It jives really well with the tone of the show in that it shifts back and forth between like really really serious and really like cheeky and silly. Um, and it's just one of those that one of those scenes that fully encapsulates the anime that it comes from, um, and like to this day, I can always like picture most of that scene in my head. Um, it's so good. Um, so yeah, that's my favorite fight scene. Okay, all right. No points are awarded. 
That's right. Um, next up, we have what is your most enjoyed series of the pact? Um, and for this one, I'm just because my memory is a little fuzzy because my face hurts. Um, I'm going to need you to just jog my memory. What what shows have I given you for <laughs> I, the pact? I need you to remind me of yours, too. <laughs> okay. So the shows that I have watched for the pact are Beastars, Martian Successor Nadesco, um, and I'm currently watching Madoka Magica. How far are you into Madoka Magica? Only like two, three episodes, so I wouldn't even really count okay. it. Um, have, have you given me anything else? I don't think so. I don't think so. I have done... Um, I have done... Oh, wait, did I do that for the... Well, say it out loud and I'll be able to tell you. Wait, did I do Super Cub for the... Um... Yes, you did do that for the pack. For the pack, so okay, so Super Cub, Astro Lost in Space, and there was one more, right? Um, Shunibio, love Shunibio and other delusions. Shunibio, love and other delusions. Okay. okay, so I'm gonna say your favorite one that you watched for the pact is gonna be Astro Lost in Space, and I'm gonna say yours is B Stars. You are correct. You are correct. Hooray! Look at <laughs> us. We know each other. Hooray! Though I, I honestly, I think you will end up liking Madoka Magica. Better. I think you're right about that too. I uh, so far from what I've seen, I it's holding my interest really well. I just haven't had time to watch it because of things that my life is doing. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a really good show so far. This next one, okay, so <laughs> <laughs> this next one wasn't even gonna be on the show but it came out of me needing an example to tell dan to figure out how this was gonna work um so i just made up a silly question off the top of my head and now it's on here and it doesn't even make sense like the way <laughs> the other questions go but it's who owns the largest anime penis um okay and it's like who we think it is yeah i have no idea who you think that it, that it is um, if okay. I had to guess, maybe, um, oh, what's his name from, um, Veldora, the dragon from, uh, my reincarnated as a slime. Oh, okay. Who, um, who do you think I think it is? I guarantee you you're not going to get it. I was going to say Luffy. Oh, from One Piece? Yeah. No way. He doesn't even have the I, biggest oh. penis in that show. Well, because that's who I said, because he's, he ate the gum gum fruit, so he can make his penis however big he wants. Oh, no, I was just thinking canonically <laughs> Ushiyama from um, uh, Golden Kamui. Actually, canonically, Ippo. Oh, yeah, Ippo has a huge dong, doesn't he? <laughs> no, the reason, yeah. I, the reason I went with Ushiyama is because the... the um, the mangaka had a whole thing in an interview where he talked about because, like, I guess the fans kept asking about the 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 dick sizes of his characters, so he <laughs> did he did a ranking list. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, so yeah, neither one oh, of us got I, that right. I don't know how we would have. Um, I mean, to me, there was only one answer, and that was Luffy because he could just you know. I mean, yeah, I guess if you really think about it, he would have to win, but um, I don't know. If it, un, Unassisted, 
Uh, I, I'm not going to get into this. Next question. <laughs> Tune in next week yes. when, when our episode on who has the largest anime penis. Yeah, no, definitely. That's the kind of content. Um, question number seven. What anime series were you most disappointed by? Do you want to go first on this one, Best Boy Dan? Let's go with No Game, No Life for not having a second season. Okay. Um, for you, I'm going to go with um, um, Promise Neverland for having the worst second season. Ooh. Oh, I... I now that you say that, that's a really good contender, and I kind of wish I had picked that, but that is not my answer. What did you pick? I picked Darling in the Franks. Okay, that's interesting that you say that, because I also picked Darling in the Franks. <laughs> I almost I almost, I almost, picked it, but I didn't want to do it like twice in a row. I was surprised that you picked No Game, No Life, because I've never seen it. You haven't seen No Game, No, no Life? No, I've never seen No Game, No Life. Oh, great. I have something to add to the pact for yeah. you. <laughs> no, yeah. I, the reason I picked Darling in the Franks was because, and this is why, because I went back and forth between that and, um, what's it called? Um, Promise, Promise Neverland. Neverland. And the reason yeah. why, for me, Darling in the Franks is worse is because it was so good until it wasn't. Yeah, no, that was the same for me, too. Like, I was like, this is going to be, like... Uh, well, I had known about it going into it, but like watching it, I was like, this could have easily been like one of the best series of like all time. Yeah, absolutely. And then they just. It, Which is wild too. Like it just like had so much potential. And then there were space dinosaurs. <laughs> oh God, I should have, I should have guessed that. I, yeah. It was my first guess. I should have stuck with it. Yeah. Um, question eight. What is your problematic fave in anime? Okay, this one I actually feel like I have a good guess for you. Okay, go for it. Uh, Sword Art Online. Okay, uh, my guess for you is Mushoku Tensei. You are correct. <laughs> oh, yes, I knew it. Um, no, you are incorrect, unfortunately. Um, I actually ah. have two answers to this. I would have accepted either one. Um and it is Goblin Slayer or Gate. Ooh. Goblin Slayer because... Oh, yeah. Because of how, no matter how good Goblin Slayer is, and it is good, yeah, yeah. it has that unnecessary graphic yeah. sexual assault scene in the beginning. Um, yeah. But it is such a good show. And Gate, because yeah. I love the show, and the animation is good, the story is I fun. I mean, there's a lot of problems. <laughs> there are a lot of problems with Gate, pr primarily that it is like right-wing propaganda in Japan. Um, but I'm able to look past that because I'm not involved in Japanese politics. Um, the only the, the, the furthest I get involved in Japanese politics is to say that it was awesome that uh, Shinzo Abe was connected to his ancestors' Wi-Fi by a psychopath with a fallout gun made out of <laughs> batteries. Um, that is the coolest thing that happened that year. Um, you know, RIP to a real piece of shit. But uh, anyway, that is the deepest I will go into Japanese politics. Um, moving on from that. Oh, I got a six, point for that. Six feet deep is how deep you'll go. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's about how deep Shinzo Abe went. 
Um, so now we are tied up at three apiece. Um, All right. Ooh, pressure's on. Yeah. Um, play, uh, number play, nine. Play the music is... from uh, "You Want to Be a Millionaire." <laughs> number nine is we can't clear those rights. No, uh, your favorite romance anime i instantly have an answer for this one and it is gonna be uh my love story uh i'm gonna go with uh comey can't communicate okay you want to go first you are correct i know i am you are not correct um was it my love story also no my favorite romance story is bunny girl senpai Oh, I first the the relationship between the the between my um and the yeah, main character no, is one of my favorites in all of romance anime. Um, okay, but uh, you you would be close with Comey can't communicate. The the reason why it doesn't get it is because we haven't hit the romance arc in the anime yet. Yeah. Um. Oh. So now I am leading three to four. Uh. I want to recount. I just need want to recount. What is this, Florida? about twelve thousand more more ballots? Are you, if are you, you could just make them appear. Are you wearing a Brooks Brothers shirt? That's a deep cut. Maybe. Um, okay, um, for the final, but yeah, final the, question. Yeah, in in the last question of round one, if you could eat any food from any anime, what would it be? Okay. Now there's an easy answer for this. And I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go with Food okay. Wars. For you. You have to be more specific. Oh, no. I just meant the show. I didn't mean a specific oh. dish. Oh. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Then I also pick Food Wars. <laughs> and you're not right. Oh, and boo. I'll, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why I have a very good reason for this. And I but, have... But I, you are right. <laughs> I, I figured as much. Uh, that was a cheap shot. I... <laughs> I don't know why I threw that in okay, there. Okay, wait, wait. Can I can I do a follow-up guess? Yes, you can. Okay, my my follow-up guess is um Oh shit, what is that? Uh um show. Uh Sad Boy uh Shoji Shoki Shogi. Oh, you mean um March comes in like a lion? Yeah, that, oh, that's that, interesting. that cooking is is homey. I hadn't thought about that. That is very good cooking, but no, that's not where my mind went when I thought about the be- the food from any anime that I would want to eat. Um, so Food Wars immediately came to mind for me, but the reason why I didn't go with it over this one is because I can eat the food from Food Wars, right? I would have to go find it, but it exists, right? Um, the food that I would want to eat is the food from Campfire Cooking in Another World because oh. it is it is Japanese food made with fantasy ingredients, and I would love to try answer. that. Um, yeah, that's the only reason. Cause another my, my answer was a good answer would have been Euro Camp. Oh, Euro Camp would have been a great answer too. Yeah, no, my my initial answer was Food Wars, um, but I th- I thought about it deeper and I was like, no, if I if 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 it was if the question was what food if you had to eat food from one anime for the rest of your life, what would it be? The answer would be Food Wars. But if it's just food that I would want to eat, it would be Campfire Cooking in Another World. Okay. Um, I also specifically because I thought you meant what specific dish, so <laughs> I picked the like meat juices dishes like from the first one. That would you, like, be a good. That would be a stuff. really good dish. Yeah. No, if I if yeah. we were talking just dishes, it would be. 
the um the fantasy uh they they make like a, a pork cutlet bowl um out of like these like hog oh, monsters in campfire cooking yeah, another yeah. world yeah that's the one i would want to try Oh, careful! You're making me hungry now. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm getting hungry also. But at the end of round one, the score stands thusly: Dan at three, and me, myself, best boy Justin at five. Um, so at the end of round one, I am in the lead uh, because I am awesome. Yeah, I'm so glad we didn't like do like a hot sauce challenge or something with this. Oh my god, we still could, but we're not going to. Nope. 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 I have to work tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I also. Um, um, so, uh, you want to go first, or you want me to? Yeah. So uh, let's just in round two. Just as a reminder, we do not see the questions that are being asked. So basically, we are kind of ambushing each other with questions that we have to answer about each other. Um, I mean, I won the first round, so you can go first in the second <laughs> round. Okay. Um, so. Uh, should I do all five, or do we want to alternate? We'll alternate, yeah. Okay. So my first question for you is, I love sports anime, but I hate watching most sports. What sport do I actually like watching for the sport itself? Oh, okay. It's interesting that you said that, because my initial response was going to be baseball, but I know that I what, know. You, what you like about baseball isn't the sport, it's the pageantry. Um, <laughs> what sport do you like to watch? Oh, I'm, and this is also something that I am certain I have said in front of you. You before. probably have, um, I'm going to go with basketball. Incorrect. Damn it. What was it? I actually really dislike watching basketball. I don't. Yeah, I couldn't. Um, I couldn't think of anything. I wanted to say tennis, but for some reason, I switched it to basketball. Ah, uh, tennis is fun. Uh, curling. Curling, of course, it would be curling. Curling yeah. is the answer. Volleyball is also acceptable. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Curling, yeah. <laughs> curling is fun to watch. This is the it's science great. of it all. Oh yeah. Um. All right. So my question. Kana will always be my number one must-protect character, but that's too easy of a question. Who is in second place? <sighs> oh, man. Oh. I either need less I, drugs or more drugs to remember this. And I have definitely said this. I've even said this on the pod, I believe. Oh, um, I'm trying to think of like just who are some like protect kind of characters, and just nothing's coming to mind. Do right you want to phone a friend? Uh, Too bad you don't have any. I know. I don't know <laughs> what that is. <laughs> Uh, um, I'm gonna go with, oh. I, d I, I don't have an answer. A froppy? <laughs> froppy? No, it's not froppy. No, it's, I know. I know it's not. It's Fran from Reincarnated as a Sword. Oh, Remember the cat course. girl with the, with the giant sword? Yep, yep. 
I love yep, her. Yep. She's so good. I'm going to make you watch that show at some point. I literally like drew a blank on <laughs> any possible protect character. I was expecting you to say Anya, which for me is a number three. Oh, there you go. Um, <laughs> I couldn't even think of Anya. Oh, I, I do God, love me some Anya. She's adorable. Um, all right, your okay. next question. This is the tough round, by the way. I don't. I don't know if either of us will score any points this round. This should be interesting. Uh, what is the only? I think you'll get some. What is the only anime I watched solely for the plot, but could not bring myself to complete because it was so awful? Because it was complete so awful. Complete the anime, that is. <laughs> Interesting. Because it was so awful. Because I feel like... Because, like, I, I, I intended to watch it, but I couldn't. Because I feel like High School DxD you did actually like... So, I'm not sure. I can't think of one that you stopped. I guess if I had to answer, I would say World's End Harem. That's a good guess. What was it? I did not intentionally watch that one. Um, because even, like, the... Oh God, it was that one was so bad. It was really uh, bad. No, it was Harem Labyrinth. Oh, that's right, Harem. I should have known that one. I should have known that yep. one. Because I remember <laughs> I definitely you were, talked about you that were telling me that you were going to watch it, and I was like, I don't know how, but have fun. I think I must have blanked I mean, that like, out I have it was a, so bad. I have a high threshold for trash, but like, it's like really like slavery apologizing, which is like not okay. Yeah, I blocked that out because of how bad that show was. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, there are not many shows that I won't give a full three episodes to, but I noped out of that one after, I think, episode two. It it had excellent plot, but, like, not worth it. Yeah. Um, all right, which uh, which anime, in in my opinion, has the best season two? Ooh, that's a good question. Anime has the best season two... It's not like Komi or My Hero. Gun I'm gonna go with Iron Blooded Orphans because it takes such a like it has like such a kind of like up and down swing to it. That is a good guess, but the answer is Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Oh, that is a good second season. Right? That second season slaps, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good answer. I'll I approve of that one. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um, I think you might be able to get this one. Okay. Who is my favorite brand uh, band <laughs> who has written multiple OPs and EDs for anime? Ooh, okay. So this is a tough one because there's two that I can think of off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure the answer is Eve. It's either Ooh. Eve or Yalsobi. Uh, it's actually neither. Oh, really? Who is it? Official Hige Dandism. Really? You like Official Hige Dandism more than Eve? Oh. Uh. Yeah, dude. Official Hige Dandism slaps. Interesting. Eve is, Eve is great, but Eve was like a phase for me. Oh, I can't keep track of your phases. <laughs> but like consistently official Hige Dandism, like they just deliver like banger after banger. And like just their back catalog is just like dope. They are like, if you want like just a pretty good J-Rock band, like you're, you will enjoy what they have to offer. Okay, fair enough. 
Um, all right, this next one, I, I don't know, it's kind of a gimme, but I wanted to add it just in case you weren't paying attention. Um, in um, Licorice Recoil, who do I stand? Chisato or Takina? Ooh. I'm going to go... Ooh. My initial reaction is Chisato. I know you know this because I've said it on the pod. And I fucking love me some Chisato, but I haven't finished the series. And I recall you saying something about how she, like, comes through and you see, like, a whole other side of her and how I really need to finish it. So I'm going to go with the other one. Takina, yes, you're correct. It is Takina. Yes. Um, the reason why you thought that is because initially I was on Team Chisato and then I switched because I'm a dirty trader. Um, <laughs> yes, Takina is best girl in Liquor's Recoil. And you, I thought you finished that one. No, no, I still have like three or four episodes oh, wow. to go. Okay, I have I have a lot of shows like that. Fair enough. I I have a future plan uh, for an episode where we clean up shows that we've missed, just so I have incentive to <laughs> to <laughs> well, finish these shows. You're gonna have to magically find me some time to do that because I have a lot of shows to clean up on. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. Uh, so. Who, if I were to subscribe to waifus, which I don't, um, other than like for the memes, who would my waifu be? Lukoa from Miss Kobayashi's Bad Dragon Maid. That is absolutely correct. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was a gimme question. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, so you you got a plus one on uh, that last yeah, one. Yeah, so I think I'm at four and you're at six. Yes. Um, yeah, Lukoa for sure. That was a gimme. Here's, here's, See, a, here's a bonus question. Who's my, okay. who, who is my waifu from, from Dragon Maid? Oh, from Dragon Maid? Yeah. Hmm. This one doesn't count for any points. It's just a, I'm curious to see if you know. Fafnir? <laughs> Fafnir, no. It's Kobayashi. No, I think it's. Oh, co I was... Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Think about okay. it this way. There is only one anime girl prominently displayed in my room. Like, I have stickers, obviously, but only one prominently displayed in my room, and it is the Kobayashi drinking beer. Yeah, that's a great one. Um, all right, so my actual question for you this uh, for this time around, what is my lukewarm take on Jujutsu Kaisen that might get me flamed in the comments? Uh, you don't think Gojo's that hot? No. Oh, God. Gojo is a smoke show. Are you kidding me? Damn it. <laughs> uh, no, it is that the baseball episode was the best episode of season one. Oh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's a lukewarm take. I've said it before, though, so you should know it. I said it a lot, that's actually. Um, I think the baseball episode is w probably the best, the most well-constructed single episode of anime that aired that season. Maybe that year. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't know if that's too controversial. And like um, I said, it's a lukewarm take. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Um, this is an interesting one. There's components to this one. Oh, oh God. What two anime did I in entirely binge? What was available at the time? 
in 10 weeks while working 16-hour days each and every day for a summer in Massachusetts, and how did I watch them? That is bullshit. There's no way I know this. <laughs> uh, I've, I've, I have told this story on the pod. You probably have. Um, God. I don't know. I don't even know where to start on that one. What's the answer? <laughs> there, I So... Uh, I I put clues in that question too because like maybe there's too many clues. Maybe if, if you could like figure out like when I was in Massachusetts for the summer, you could figure out like what anime and like what was available to watch them. I also figured how I watched them might tip you off, but I watched them on iTunes because this was a while ago, uh, and it was Naruto and Bleach. Oh, I never. I would like if if you had just said and I th- I feel like the, you threw me off with the. 16 weeks in Maine and how did I watch them? If you if you were to ask me like which shows did you binge? I probably would have at least said Bleach. Interesting. Okay. Um, but yeah, I I worked my fucking ass off that summer and I would still go home every night and just like on my I had I brought my like iMac with me. <laughs> my big ass iMac and I had it on the desk and I was in this tiny little dorm room Jesus. on a twin bed and I would just like sit there and watch like naruto until i passed out those are the bad old days oh yeah all right um now for the final question of round two um which show did i first did i watch first after returning to anime as an adult so this was like when i was like 20 like three or four coming back to anime for the first time Sword Art Online? No. Sword Art Online was close. Uh. That is probably like number three. Um, the first show that I watched, though, was Naruto. Okay. Yeah. yeah it was that Naruto and then Attack on Titan and then I think Sword Art and Bofuri like around the same time. Oh, Bofuri. I'm yeah. so glad that came back last season. I have a couple more episodes of that still. Same. Last season was like kind of a wash for me with everything I had going on in my life. Um, yeah, it was good though. The season two, I really enjoyed. Yeah, so far so good. All right, so at the end of round two, the score um, is hold on, I had it here and then I lost it. Uh, Dan it's four, four to six. Yeah, four to six. So Dan <laughs> has four points. I have six points. Um, we are moving. I'm into, not bitter or anything. No, he's no, he's fine. He's he's handling it really well. Um, we're moving into the last, uh, the second to last, the penultimate um, segment. Where the the questions have to do with shows from our respective formative years, um, and best boy Dan, would you like to go first again this time around? Sure, sure. Okay. What is the only anime I Blu-ray I own? The only Blu-ray that you own. The the only anime Blu-ray I own. I don't. Oh, and we should also point out that uh, all of my questions will be focused around Dragon Ball Z. Uh, which was like kind of my beginning formative anime, and all of Justin's questions will be focused around Gundam, his formative anime. Yeah, I, I mean, the easy answer would be Dragon Ball Z, but then the question is like, which one, right? Um, I don't know enough about Dragon Ball Z to answer this question. I'm just going to say Dragon Ball Z. Is the answer Dragon Ball Z? Uh, 
Yes, but <laughs> that was given. Yeah, <laughs> but what, what, the correct answer is uh, Dragon Ball Z Battle of Gods. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> um, it, it is, it is sat on my shelf for the whole time you have known me. <laughs> I don't examine your shelves. It's rude. Um, okay, so for you, my first question: uh, What is my favorite Gundam series? Ooh. My initial reaction is IBO, but I don't actually think it. Is. Oh, I know, I know, I know. It's um, uh, it's like Gundam 0083. You're incorrect. That is Gundam 0083 is Stardust Memory. That is up there. It's in my top five. But my favorite wait, wait, isn't that the one with the like with the the side team. No, well, you're you have the right the right show, but you're using the wrong Shit. name. Wait, oh god, what is the name of it? Hold on, Eighth uh, MS Team. I'll give you half a point for that. How about that? Okay, I'll take it. Because yes, it is Eighth MS Team, but 0083 is another good Gundam show that. That's I what I, I was thinking of Eighth MS Team. <laughs> Um, I got it. There was an eight in there. <laughs> there was an eight in there. There's an eight in most of them because they take place in those years. Um, but yes, eighth MS team is my favorite Gundam series. Um, it's, I highly recommend it. All right. This, this one should be easy. Who is my favorite Dragon Ball Z character? Your favorite Dragon Ball Z character is, oh God. Um, Bulma. Incorrect. No, who is it? The weirdly close Vegeta. Oh, that is weirdly close. Yeah, okay, I can see that. <laughs> I, I I was torn. Yeah. I was gonna say Vegeta, but I was like, what does he value more, the plot or the character? And I, you know what? I went with the plot, and I should have, <laughs> I, I should have judged you as a bigger man. Yes. Uh, obviously. <laughs> yes. Um, what is my favorite mobile suit from Gundam Wing? Mm. Ooh. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna go with Epion. That is correct. Yeah. I I doubted myself for a second. I was like, oh, is he like? Yeah. And then I was like, wait. I feel like there was a reason I got him to Epion. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. What Dragon Ball Z home release VHS made me cry like a little bitch? Oh, come as a kid? on. I don't know and I don't know the answer to this. <laughs> I am not equipped to answer these questions. I don't know. Dragon Ball Z, the story of someone dying. Uh, you know what? That's basically <laughs> it. <laughs> it's Dragon Ball Z, the history of Trunks. Sure. I know who Trunks is. He has a sword, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, man, and here I was. I tried to give you questions that you could actually know the okay. answer to. In fairness, I have I have talked about that before on this podcast for sure. I don't know anything about Dragon Ball Z, and you know this. Um, <laughs> which Gundam show did I drop mid series? Zeta. Wrong. Gundam Double Zeta. <gasps> Ah. I did I did watch Zeta all the way through, although I did not particularly enjoy it. But in my opinion, Double Zeta was unwatchable. 
Ah, oh, that was close, though. <laughs> you were close. You you were in the ballpark, but you were not quite there. Okay. Uh, this one should be a little bit easier. What is one of my two great accomplishments as a Dragon Ball Z collectible card game player slash aficionado? So I do know that um, you made quite a bit of money uh, with the Dragon Ball Z cards. Um as a player didn't you get you got one you got a card that was signed by a voice actor am i correct in that i i do have cards signed by voice actors yes oh more than one okay um (laughs) that's all i i i have a vague memory of you telling me that you won you won a tournament of some kind i don't know if that's even correct or if i made that up that's all i got (laughs) that is Incorrect. Yeah. Um, one of your two options was being the moderator for the official message board. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Which I've definitely talked about at length before. Um, or the time that I beat the world champion online that, in a casual match. I don't think I knew that, but okay. <laughs> um, name one of the Gundam series that I haven't seen. You know what? I'm going to make this harder on you. Make, name two. Name two of them. Oh, God. I don't even know if I can name one. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Here we go. Um, build Divers. Okay, yeah. I haven't seen that one. And... Um, Ah, uh, God, what was... Uh, there was another build series that I'm pretty sure you didn't watch, but I can't remember the name of it, so I'll go um, Stardust Memories. No, incorrect. Uh, Stardust Memories, I, I told you earlier, was in my top five. Um, oh, crap. You're right. And it doesn't matter, because even if you could remember the other build series, I did actually watch the other build series. Oh, okay. um, no, um, you could have gone with um, Gundam Age... Uh, Reconquista oh, in G. Oh, I knew Age too. Uh, Turning We've Gundam, talked about I've only that. partially watched. I'm in the middle of watching it right now. Um, there's a couple out there. No, Stardust Memory is not one of them, unfortunately. Damn, I I've known that one too because like. We've talked about like the Age kits and all that. <sighs> I was pretty I sure you were going to get that one. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, last one for round three from me. Uh, other than Dragon Ball Z, what TV show would I record on my VHS tape recorder religiously every school day? Shaman King, the original one. It did not air back then. Oh, really? Oh, then I don't know. Yeah. What was it? Boy Meets World. What? <laughs> I, I recorded exactly two things, Dragon Ball Z and Boy Meets World. I hate you so much for that. <laughs> it could have been anything else and I would have been fine with it, but Boy Meets World. <laughs> Yo, I had such a crush on Topanga. I bet you did. Mm, Daniel Fischel. <laughs> All right, so the final question, round three. Promise it does not involve Boy Meets World. Um... What was the first gunpla kit that I ever built? 
I think it was... I think it's either a Jim or a Zaku. I want to say... Zaku? Incorrect. The first kit that I Zaku ever two. built was a Maganek from Gundam Wing. Oh, fuck. I would have never got that. <laughs> you, you, I've showed it to you. That's fine, but I would have never remembered the name That's Maganek. Fair. That's fair. If, if you had gotten <laughs> in the ballpark, I would have given it to you. It's the They were the, the, the ones that... Um, you remember how the guy Catra he had like a, a like a a little mini army of dudes um, uh, in the desert remotely. <laughs> no, you don't remember that in the desert, the desert warriors. Dude, I barely remember what I ate for breakfast. Okay, fair enough. Well, that was my first one. Was the... actually that's not true. I had uh, King David tacos. They were delicious. Oh, I had oatmeal. I have oatmeal every day because it's all I have time for. <laughs> And that brings us <laughs> Justin's sad <laughs> breakfast. Um, <laughs> brings us to the final question. Let's hear it. Where we both we both know this question, and it's who do we think uh, could beat Goku the worst? My answer, and this is backed up by science, and it is empirically correct, um, is Toru from Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. That's who you are going with? For oh, I was answering that for me. I thought we were. Oh, I I was supposed to guess. <laughs> oh, I thought this was just like a, a question we were asking. No. Oh. It was the same as the rest of it. Oh. In fairness, I was actually going to pick Toru. <laughs> oh really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then, how because, about this? Like we've had conversations about it, but I'm curious who you think. I have picked. I mean, I probably would have picked Toru also, because like like you said, we've had conversations about it. That's why I said uh, in the beginning, I said I said we know the answer to it. I I don't. I didn't pick uh, Toru actually. Oh really? Who'd you pick? I picked Kirby. Kirby. Okay, yeah, Kirby could work. Because <laughs> Kirby is canonically like a black hole. Okay. Interesting. Uh, and they did make a Kirby anime. Um, All right. So, yeah, so I think... How about this? Uh, we'll say you get a half a point. And <laughs> Great. We're I think that's perfect. And we're tied. And we tied. <laughs> the end. A perfect ending. <laughs> we tied at six. <laughs> we, can, we can now consummate our marriage. I think I think we, we learned about more about each other more than we demonstrated how much we already knew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What did we get? We both got six out yeah. of 21. <laughs> <laughs> it's rough. To yeah. be fair, all of your uh, questions for round uh, for round three were about a show that I do not watch and have never watched and have never been interested in. I, I tried to make them accessible, but in fairness, you know, the Battle of the Gods and the History of Trunks ones were tough. But I've definitely talked about yeah. uh, History of Trunks before. That sounds like a documentary about boxer briefs. Oh, dude, I was like, oh, so cried like such a little bitch. Gohan gets murdered, and then he cries, and he turns into a Super Saiyan, and I was like, oh, I'm so mad, I'm a Super Saiyan. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Well, anyway, Best Buds, that does it for this week's episode. We have been newly wed, did, gamed, and 
have yeah. come to know each other better. I hope you've come to know us better. <laughs> and now we're going to know each other. Yes. In, a, in the biblical sense. Um, but that does it for this week. Um, thank you for joining us. Um, we're looking forward to, uh, to bringing you something fun next week. Or next two yeah. weeks from now. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you in a bi-weekly cadence. Yeah. Or semi-weekly cadence. Depending on how you like to prefix it. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Bye. Have a good night, best buds. Bye.